Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Tea with HB is for everyone who dreams of a better world. Together, let's brew a new reality. Intersectionality, noun. The interconnected nature of social categorizations such as race, class, ability and gender, creating overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. This is a theory that was developed in 1989 by American lawyer Kimberly Crenshaw a black woman who is often erased in discussions of intersectionality. She created this theory to describe how individual characteristics intersect with one another. Kimberly also has her own podcast, Intersectionality Matters, which I recommend listening to if you are keen to know more about this topic and anti-racism. For this episode, I suggest an uplifting and energising blend of peppermint and licorice tea, which helps to reduce stress, so it is perfect for the important topics we are about to delve into. And I'd like to invite you to take a deep breath with me before we begin. Freedom is a cage. I remember feeling this was an epiphany when I was 17 in my English class. Oh my goodness, I said to my friends. They tell us we're free so we don't question what is limiting us. Freedom in itself, as a concept, is a cage. They stared at me. One of them said, lol. And then they all left for a break. And I remember thinking this was earth-shattering knowledge. So why could nobody else see the cracks? Society tells us what to think, to care about what others think, so that we spend money on impressing them, on making us feel like we fit into a box that they have created. Companies make a profit from our insecurities. Advertisements and marketing campaigns rely on this. We are told we are free when our freedom is dictated to us by other people and products and companies. I also discovered, however, that epiphanies are subjective. And though I may have found this revelation, one of the most wonderful things about human beings is that we all have our own minds, capable of change and realisation, but also capable of ignoring the facts and dwelling in the not knowing, or simply not realising. Ignorance is bliss and all that. However, comfort is not a reason to lack knowledge. Most of us are lucky enough to have Google, time, resources, energy, so at a certain point, ignorance is not bliss, it's malice. As many civil rights movements have highlighted, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. If you're not taking a side, you're taking the side of the oppressor. 
Whilst these are motivating phrases to spark conversations, the silence is violence rhetoric leads people to feeling pressure to speak up or share social media posts about subjects that they have little experience with, just to prove that they are on the right side, which can cause more damage as it allows misinformation to be spread and prevents people from doing proper research on very important matters. Social justice issues are not just trends. We should care about equality every day. What we believe are often not our own beliefs. They are what we are told to think. Ideas we have been given by family, friends and the media. That boys don't like hairy legs. That we are lucky to have free healthcare. That we have come so far since the suffragette movement. But wait. Look a little deeper, think a little harder, and you'll see that the National Health Service is not free. Young doctors are taken advantage of and experienced doctors are desensitised and or traumatised. Hospital car parks are owned by private companies, meaning parents have to rush out and pay the meter whilst their child is left inside A&E and in pain. Equality between men and women is better than the 1920s, sure, but the overall gender pay gap for full-time workers is still an infuriating 13.7% according to the Fawcett Society, and that is not the only gender equality issue that is still prevalent in today's society. A good partner should not care about your body hair or lack thereof. History is told from a certain perspective. Medical studies are not all inclusive. We consider certain things the norm. But who decides what the norm is? Our systems. Our systems design the norm and they decide who benefits and who is oppressed. Your race has either protected you or put you at risk. Your sex has either enabled you or put you at a disadvantage. Your sexuality has either been accepted or judged. Your class has given you opportunities or taken them from you. Your ability has either helped or hindered you. Our system is designed to benefit some people and place others at a disadvantage according to their societal category. And in order to redesign it, we need to talk about and protect all marginalised groups, not just the ones that are trending, because social minorities are interconnected. You cannot dismantle one and ignore the others. As a 10-year-old girl, I fell through the cracks of systems that I thought were meant to support me, healthcare and education. When I developed debilitating, life-altering pain that severely reduced my mobility and left me unable to attend school, I did not feel cared for or safe. Rather than receiving accommodation or even sympathy, I was blamed and told that I must be making it all up for attention. It is still difficult for me to release myself from the chains that those expectations and misunderstandings trapped me in. I have formed unhealthy habits that will probably take a lifetime to unlearn. We need to prevent this from happening to more children. We need to cultivate a safe society that protects the most vulnerable. We will all be impacted by ageism, ableism or some kind of discrimination. But that is not the only reason we should care or the only reason we should want to dismantle oppressive systems. Even if it doesn't directly affect you, racism, sexism, homophobia, any form of discrimination could directly damage someone you know and love. Most importantly, any and all discrimination is wrong. If you are alive in this world, you should care about that. The complication is that the oppression that minority groups experience is systemic. Notice when you Google chickenpox or another skin condition and see how the only image results are of white skin. That is systemic racism prevalent in the healthcare system. Limiting accessibility for disabled people in public spaces is systemic ableism. It is not that disabled people have more needs and dependencies than those who are not disabled. It is that the needs of able-bodied people are already built into society. 
It is not that putting accessibility in place is more work. It is that the work is incomplete because not everybody has been considered. Our education system promoted heteronormativity for a long time by excluding LGBTQ plus people's experiences from sex education. This systemic homophobia was changed with a new sex ed curriculum, meaning our schools will change the lives and minds of millions of children, giving us a more accepting and progressive society. However, the effects of the old homophobic system are still alive today, causing many people to struggle with internalised homophobia, as well as experiencing things like hate speech within their lives. This is why it is so important to change the systems as soon as possible, so the ramifications of the old systems aren't felt for as long. And yes, of course we can all experience discrimination, but not to the same extent as systemic oppression that minorities like disabled people, women, members of the LGBTQIA community, and black people, Asian people, and people of colour experience. Acknowledging our internal biases and recognising the power we all carry to change things is the beginning of the road to a better society. It's the bare minimum we should all be doing to make life as inclusive and fair as possible. The sooner we dismantle these systems, the better off our future generations will be. Life has been problematic for a lot longer than we've been living it. And at least in this time, there are some truly amazing things happening. We are more connected than ever before. We have delicious foods available to us. And if you're listening to this, you own a device that has the capacity to teach you literally millions of things, if you want. If you're not sure what to say, listen. If you don't know what action to take, know that sitting with those feelings of discomfort is a step in the right direction. Growth is uncomfortable, and becoming a better version of yourself, questioning your thoughts and your motivations, is an ordeal. It's overwhelming to wake up, but that's no reason to stay asleep. It's discouraging to speak when nobody is listening, but that is no reason to stay silent. Alone, no matter how much time we devote to changing ourselves, signing petitions, protesting, becoming less problematic individuals, we cannot hope to fix the world's problems. But if we work together, we can make the world a better place for future generations and brew a new reality for ourselves and our loved ones. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can leave me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. You can also find me on Patreon, Instagram and YouTube. And for more, check out my newsletter and website www.twithhb.com. Thank you for staying with me until the end of the episode. To show my appreciation, here's a preview of next week's episode. Connectivity with climate justice activist Jaylene. There's this whole like narrative being pushed right now that we everyone needs to go beyond social media without realising that not everyone can go beyond social media. And then also, I think there is an extent to which social media activism can be really, really powerful because um, think about how many really young people it has mobilised. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.